The Arizona Coyotes are getting dangerously close to shirtless fat guy. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, your number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. I want to thank everyone for making the show your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcasts. we got a great show on today's episode. We're talking about the Arizona Coyotes taking their fourth straight win, Matthew, um, against a team that, again, we thought they should win against anyways. But final score, 5-2. to two over the San Jose Sharks, which I believe was my final score prediction. I mean, it was probably. I, I'm not going to lie. As soon as we're done recording, everything I said is in one ear out the other. I could have advocated for the, the new arena to be in Glendale, and I wouldn't remember. Fair enough. But <laughs> let's let, let's get to it, though, because my 5-2 win... Still not, I, like, even though it's what I predicted, to me, still not, like, what I would, exactly what I would have hoped as the outcome. I would have hoped a little bit better. But, hey, you know what? You win by, you win by more than three. Like, I think that's, I mean, you win by three. I feel like that's, like, serviceable. There we go. That's the term I'm looking for. It's serviceable. I mean, after a boring first period, I, I sat here listening to it while I was pretending to work on other things. Uh, after a boring first period, I mean, the 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 second period, three to one. I was going on three to one. I think was a lot more what I expected. Uh, I did not expect the Duke to answer back. What felt like thirty seconds later it was a little over a minute. So uh, they played about as well as they needed to. So I'm not going to get nitpicky tonight. It's four wins in a row. I'm going to choose to not be nitpicky, but I do get like, we wanted them to kick their teeth in. They, you, you, you went by three plus. You at least like kicked him in the face. I don't know if the teeth are in, but you kicked him in the face and that's fine with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's, let's take a really quick look at the stats. Cause this is really interesting, Matthew. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the stats here. This looks to be as clean of a game. If I've ever seen one, a total of eight penalty minutes. Between the two teams in an entire 60-minute game. Mm-hmm. And a total of 16 hits only. 16 hits between both teams. It's a very friendly game. It's it is a very friendly, friendly game. game. <laughs> Honestly, maybe the, maybe the Coyotes were like, look, we're, we already beat on you guys. Like, like, we're already beating on you guys enough. We're not going to. We're not going to fight. We're not going to make this a big deal. Remember, this team is not the same blue-collar team from last year. They're not out-hitting you by X amount. <laughs> no, that they, they also probably felt bad the fact that if you saw the uh, the arena, that that arena was barely, like, what, half full? Like, it's... Oh, God. It was bad. Oh, they could fit more, they could fit more people in my high school gym, Robin. Uh, yeah. And and those who follow me on Twitter know that I tweeted out that that personally kind of made me a little bit sad as someone who grew up a Sharks fan. Side note, it's just because, like, it it used to be packed. But to see it's like that, you know what? 
maybe the Coyotes were just like, hey, you know, there's no home, there's no true home ice advantage here because they don't have fans here. Uh, that probably helped him out a little bit. Also, again, that mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they could be. It's, I don't know. Well, uh, want me to just go ahead and do the goal scoring summary? Let's do it. All right. So, starting the second period, one Michael Kesselring is third goal of the season from Clayton Keller at 4.58. Coyotes are up one to nothing. Before Anthony Duclair, former Coyotes legend, scores his seventh of the season at 6.20. Arizona answers back a little over two minutes later. Clayton Keller is 12th of the season from Kerfoot and Jonathan Dersey. Then at 12.56, Kerfoot decides he wants a goal for himself, his third from Schmaltzy and Dersey. Go to the third period. Philip Sedina. That's a very interesting name. 26 seconds in, it's three to two uh, Coyotes. That's where I was a little concerned. But you know what? Nick Schmaltz said, nah, you'll find. You'll be fine. 745 is 10th goal of the season on the power play from Alex Kerfoot and Clayton Keller. And then at 1250, the final goal, Lawson Krause is 14th from Matias Michelli and Nick Bukestad. Five to two is your final, Robin. Five to two is that final score. Once again, as the Coyotes take that, once now they're on the four-game winning streak. Um, and I want to go back, Matthew, to a discussion that we had earlier this week, I think. I, mean, I think you were talking about uh, that this feels like, like you know, previously you were talking about, like, oh, yeah, the painfully mediocre of, like, one win, one loss, one win, one loss kind of deal. Uh-huh. Um now we're kind of – it almost feels like it's swinging to that, as what you mentioned, like that pendulum where it's starting to go, you know, that these streak these streaks starting to get bigger. You know, mm-hmm. you had that three-game losing streak, five-game winning streak. Uh, was it four-game losing streak? And then and then now four-game winning streak. It's just like – two more, Robin, to make it six. You lose three, you win five, you lose four, you win six. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. But, it just swings. Know. That's all it's supposed to do, Robin. It's just a pendulum. It just keeps swinging. Uh, there, the Coyotes need to figure out a way to be to stabilize it. Right? They need to to hold these streaks at least. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. Like I'm not expecting you to you know win every single game. But let's say like win, f- like he's like win four, then maybe like lose one, and then like win three, you know. Like I'm not, and then like you lose want a two. cup contender, don't you? That sounds like cup contending numbers. No, no, I- winning that much more often. Like you get one loss, okay. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm saying I, I was giving an example. Where I was going to give another loss, like then like lose two or three, and then whatever it was, you know this. You know, I want to see better consistency because we know this team is is capable. This team is, as we mentioned, as as, as we mentioned earlier, it's capable of a playoff like push. I should say capable of a playoff push. And I know right now they are technically in a playoff spot, but still, like, oh my god, it's. Why know it's funny? Side note. So remember how we were talking about uh, Winnipeg was the division leader? Yeah. Uh, two-way tie between Dallas and Colorado. Winnipeg is back at third. 
Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> one game, one win for both teams. Speaking of which, I need to find my uh, my sports book ticket. I, it got it got I put it somewhere when I moved when, when I moved between my apartments. Um, of when I picked Dallas to win the Stanley Cup um, in Vegas, but uh, I'm gonna see if I could I could find it. So make sure I can cash in when if it happens this this year. Who knows? Um, side note, but. What we're going to do, though, is we are going to uh, keep talking about this uh, this uh, win over the San Jose Sharks um, and then uh, to talk about a couple other things that we noticed during the game. Something, some, some, One thing in particular that scared the absolute bejeebers out of us. And then uh, we'll, we'll take, take like a quick, quick look ahead. But, uh, but first, a quick word from our sponsors on today's show. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Clayton Keller can score 50 goals. The Arizona Coyotes can make the Stanley Cup playoffs. And you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network. Sleeper is a number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Play alongside your friends, and it goes beyond hockey. You can do daily fantasy, NFL, NBA, MOB, college football all on Sleeper. You can talk in a group and team chat functionality, connect with other fans. Entries can be made in under a minute. All you got to do is pick pick whether or not studs like uh, Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid, or uh, Connor Ingram, if we even if we, you know, if we even put goalies out there too, we record more or less than receiver projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of about eight player stats. You heard me, Coyotes fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily, daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code locked on NHL and you get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleeper terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, Matthew, I teed it up before going into break. Let's 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 get this one out of the way. Something that scared the absolute living hell out of us. Logan Cooley going down with a what seemed like a at the time you know it looked like it could have been a bad knee injury uh he didn't want to put let you know weight on his leg and uh he was out for a minute and i felt and in that moment i could feel and hear the entirety of the coyotes pack holding their breath yeah i mean to be fair it's only uh one of the highest rated prospects in the league. Only one of the Coyotes' uh, best draft picks in the last handful of years. Nah, there was no reason for anyone to be uh, concerned whatsoever on that play. But no, obviously I didn't see it. I'm sitting here listening to it. Um, the fact that uh, Keller's injury got mentioned during it made me like perk my ears up a little bit. So I'm hoping I, I misheard that because I'm you know, distracted. Uh, good to see he's okay. And we're back out there uh, for a shift. He kind of was trying to test it, but also uh, as Lindsay Fry mentioned on the broadcast, like after a few minutes, he's like, I want my stick back. <laughs> he wants to go back out there. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, that's, that, that's the kind of thing about, you know, Logan Cooley. 
maybe if anything, he just kind of like, you know, it was like a just a slight tweak of something, maybe like something got overstretched. This is also this also remember he's a hockey player. Hockey players are you know generally you know pretty tough, um, and that really shows the fact that he's just kind of like shrugs that off. He's like, yeah, I want to get out there, give it to me, um, and that's you got to give him all that credit for that, right? You got to give him all the credit for getting back out there, and hopefully, I'm pretty sure that he's still probably going to get reviewed by team doctors, um, and see, uh, you know. If it's anything that they should be cautious about moving forward, um, I think we can be optimistic at this point and say that I don't think we should worry too much. But uh, let's just not be surprised if maybe uh, within the, in the next couple of games he might be a little bit limited. No, I think it'll be fine. I mean, if he was good enough to go back out there, he's probably fine. Of course, the doctors will probably do like a once over. Uh, whatever team staff is available might go to uh, uh see if they if they could use sales facilities but i'm assuming he'll be fine any tests will come back fine just dot your t's cross your eyes and, and that's about it <laughs> i just love that you just always reverse that um <laughs> sure um but no it, it again like i said in the moment it was absolutely terrifying like, like I said, I could hear, like, all of, you know, it's pack holding their breath. Because, like, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's, like, no, this is one of the top prospects they've, that they've ever had. And you want to protect this dude with your life. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to, like, like every, if it were up to anyone, you know, if it didn't hinder, hinder his play, wrap this dude in bubble wrap. <laughs> like. <laughs> I can tell you there's probably at least a few hundred people listening that, if it would have been a serious knee injury, it'd be like, hey, you could just have my knee. My knee's healthy and good to go. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. There will be some people who listen to the show who probably would be thinking that way. <laughs> Are you that Not way, me, Matt? I got nope. a bum knee. <laughs> you don't want this knee. <laughs> you don't want that knee. Uh, <laughs> you don't want mine either. I got runner's knee. Or it's technically called runner's knee, but I don't haven't ran in a while. But Running away knee. Sure, let's go with that. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about in regards to Cooley's injury, or do you want to talk about like individual plays? Let's talk about like I mean individual plays, individual players specifically. I think because uh, I think there, you know, some players out there just keep looking, they keep looking good. I think let's that I'll, I'll say it all right before we get into anything else. The continuance of Michael Kesselring, dude. Like on the exact same wavelength, <laughs> like one Mr. Michael Kesselring continuing this streak of, of solid play. Uh, se- second pair of defensemen, if he keeps this up, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if he keeps it up, absolutely. And he's, he's just been looking really good lately, and really just he's making that convincing. He's making every single minute he's on the ice convincing that he belongs in the NHL. And I think what we're seeing, because obviously uh, he's on the the third pair, he played the lowest amount of minutes, 15 minutes, 27 seconds. It's pretty close to his average. Are we thinking that potentially this kid's really good in the specific role? So, like, you could have a third pair defenseman that'll actually get you some offensive upside with solid defense? Maybe. Very interesting. 
certainly something to think about. What is there to think about? I don't know. I don't know, just kind of like I, I always like to put some thought into some of those, you know, some of those like, you know, pairings and the way it all works down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been one to speculate, you know, what pairings would look like, certain lines, everything like that. That's why I have you. Oh, okay. So who who am I imagining? What what, what pairings am I making? I don't know. That's what I'm. That, that's what I, that's what I have you for. Well, obviously, if Jersey keeps playing the way he is, that's your number one defenseman. I'm still gonna have uh, Moser as the number one defenseman on the left side. So then your second pairing is probably Valamaki, and Valamaki's more defensive but decent two way like for some reason the dude is putting up a little bit of points and he does it in small bunches um i guess you could technically put him up there with Kesselring, but would that be a good matchup and then you have like dermot really good third pair but then dump on stetcher where do you slot him in i'm trying to figure because browner is a good seventh but at this point it's like eighth yeah Moser, Dersey, we'll go. Yeah, Yuso, Kesselring, and then Stetchy with a uh, Stetchy with Dermot. And that's a pretty decent defensive core. Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty much like actually, you know what's funny? I this is probably not an original thought. Uh, it feels like with the amount of points that Kesselring is putting up, semi quietly, but the amount of points he's putting up. Uh, maybe he is what Dumba was supposed to be in, in terms of like a good, solid offensive right shot defenseman. That's going to be defensively responsible. Maybe. I know coaches like their vets cause I know what they're getting, but like, this is the, the positive part of the wild card that is prospects because you got to figure out what you're getting. And we are so close to figuring out if Kessel ring is like a full-time NHL or I'm going to vote yes right now, at least as we're going I as don't we, think it's another Dyson Mayo. I, I as, think he's, he's going to make it. As of tonight, I feel like we can be confident that it's, it's yeah, he's a full-time NHLer. Remember but the what Dyson Mayo story? Oh, my God. Remember when we thought Dyson Mayo was going to be something? I mean, to be fair, in my, in my you know, on my side, uh, I got a chance to see, you know, see Dyson Mayo when he was in the Roadrunners. He had some kind of promising look, so I was like, maybe he's gonna like any. And when he played when he played well in Arizona, I'm like, oh, maybe he might play better at the NHL level. We'll see. And it kind of just fell flat, and I was like, yeah, I guess I should have seen this coming. Never, never again can you uh, uh, put all that trust in uh, was was the nickname I gave him. Uh, uh, vacuum mayonnaise because <laughs> you actually factor in the Dyson. That's funny. Um, I don't think I got anything else to say about uh about any individual players. I mean, obviously Keller was. No. Out of- I do have one thing that uh, I do want to point out. Something that stood out to me a little bit. Something that they started testing out recently that uh I think could be something to to kind of move forward a little bit. But what we're going to do, though, is we're going to take a quick break, and I'll tell you guys about that on the other side. But first, a quick word from our sponsors on today's show. 
And today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you're looking to maintain your vehicle at level, level it up or to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the price you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guarantee fit available only to U.S. customers. Let's continue things here on Locked on Coyotes as we discuss the Arizona Coyotes 5-2 win over the San Jose Sharks. Matthew, I do want to bring one thing up that stood out to me, and I feel like it's something I kind of would like to see in the future a little bit more, more of, and it's a little bit, a little bit of the reworking of the power play lines. It's mostly the same line, but they actually swapped Matias Michelli and... Um, and Logan Cooley. So Logan Cooley is now on the second power play unit. Matias Michelli on the first. And I feel like that is go- is working a lot. I didn't get to see it. But listening to it, the power play seemed fine. If uh, Logan Cooley gets a little more of an opportunity to be like, hey, you're the shooter guy. Do yeah. the shooting. Logan Cooley is able to command more of the offense, I believe, as the second power play unit guy versus the first. Because in the first, I mean, you're alongside, uh, you know, Schmaltz and and uh, and Keller and the top guys. Like, like you're instantly going to be like, oh, I'm going to pass it to them because they know what they're doing. Yeah, I was actually kind of thinking about that a little bit too because uh, I also feel like Cooley is a decent passer, but those little quick chip passes they do especially on the power plays where it's kind of a tic-tac-toe it kind of feels like he's maybe not the greatest at it i'm assuming he didn't practice Mm -hmm. too much at that because that wasn't really uh, his gig if you have him on the second power play he no longer is is fitting that role for the 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 middle person of the tic-tac-toe but kerfoot fits it perfectly and then cooley can go be a little more of a shooter it's like that actually kind of works the way they they have it right and having michelli as the extra yeah it's it's schmaltz kerfoot keller um michelli and then uh who's the the defenseman on that i wouldn't mind if they swap someone else for the second unit so that way cooley could play with uh michelli though imagine the one-timers Michelli's a wizard. And I think that I think something like that could be an interesting thought process too, especially knowing that Matias Michelli also is a generally pass first kind of guy. That kind of might give Cooley a better opportunity to actually shoot the gosh darn puck. Shoot the gosh darn dang nabbit puck. What you we would actually you know what do you want to do something we never really do? Do you want to follow up on our keys to the game? Let's do it. All right, I at least remember one of them. Special teams. They converted on one of their three power plays. I mean, thirty three percent isn't bad. They they right. they did it. 
You're right. That's right. They did. They um, looking at it once again. I mean, look, there's there, like I had bringing the stats back up. Very few power play opportunities in general. Only three. So yeah, thirty three percent. Not bad. Um, can't complain too much about that one. I don't remember well, what the other ones cool were. Cool to get two out of three. I like the right. numbers. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm a I'm I'm an odd number kind of person. Zeros and fives. The only way I could do it. Sure. I'm trying to think, what were your other keys too? And, and I, I had like I I had it somewhere. I was going to write it down, but then we got to start you know. putting it on Twitter or something. Because I I remember, like I said, one of the keys is special teams, and I'm pretty sure the the second key was that rant I went on when I was like, oh, you know, get pucks deep, get pucks to the net, win hockey games. Like, I, so I'm pretty sure we could say they did that. And then uh, make up a key number three. Let's have fun with it. Was it just kick him in the teeth? They, they, they did kick him in the face. I'll take that. You know what? Mission mostly accomplished. It's not a one-third. It's a, it's a two-thirds of the way because I kind of did the other two. So there you go. Two-thirds. I mean, work. winning five to two, I think, is comfortable enough of a... It's not a dominating, convincing win, but it's a good win. Yeah, good win. Much more convincing than the one to nothing win, the slog fest in Tempe. So, kind of any complaint or criticism or thing of note that I had following that, at least as of right now, they're on the right track. And I really don't have like the, the second guesses or any of the concerns right now. Hopefully, they don't start them back up against Colorado. Mm, oh, yeah. That'd be, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Like we'll then we'll get through a preview of the Colorado game. Expect you can. Uh, we you guys expect that as a special bonus Saturday episode coming tomorrow. Um, but uh, just be sure to take, keep out on the lookout for that. Um, side uh, one side note. I guess this is kind of just like not really necessarily game related, but it's more of television broadcast related. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really interesting that in the first intermission that ES the ESPN Plus crew decided to interview Javier Gutierrez. Um, he was on site in San Jose and I was like, just talk to him about the arena stuff. By the way, if you guys missed watching it on ESPN plus, he just regurgitated the same information that we already knew. Um, just kind of relating it to the more national people because apparently people aren't up to date. Um, I guess, um, he did say committed to the East Valley, and I saw someone tweet. It's like, oh, so that just means that the whole Northeast Phoenix site was just a ruse. No. No, guys. Like, yes, I know Northeast Phoenix, that area, that corridor, tech isn't technically East Valley, but it caters to East Valley residents, like specifically Northeast Valley in terms of in Scottsdale, but still. Like don't look like don't look too much into it, guys. It's not that deep. I know some people are like just getting mad at Gutierrez on Twitter. And like I'm also not gonna defend him personally. I'm not gonna open up a can of worms and trash talk or anything, but I'm not gonna, you know, but didn't say anything wrong. I know it's kind of regurgitation, like you said, to the national media. I get the Coyotes fans are kind of sick of it. I, I'm not exactly like on the opposite because side of you here. Honestly, I was hoping that there would be some kind of news because like this would actually have been your opportunity to release something. You're on national t- like not really national TV, but you're like on a 
you know, you have more of a platform here. You're with the, you're with the ESPN crew. They you could they could take that. That would have been a fun uh, it would have been a fun surprise release. Just here you go. But then apparently, like, so I was reading one of the tweets, and someone said that he said still by the end of this year. Did he still say by the end of this year with a week to go? Yes. So maybe we get a little uh, a little uh, Christmas treat. Oh my God, they're waiting for Christmas. <laughs> yes. Inside sources right here. My sources are telling me that uh, Christmas. Who are my sources? The voices inside my head. So you can put that on pen to paper. How how well can we trust the voices inside Matt's head? You don't. I pretty well. <laughs> I, I've managed to get where I've gotten in life. I, I, I think they've been telling me at least mostly good information. <laughs> I guess. But yes, and again, you just regurgitated information. And uh, once again, don't look too much into it. If there was anything that he said that might have led you to believe there is anything else, it's not. Nah, it's in Glendale. They're going back to Glendale, my other sources are saying. They're going to, uh, no, they go, you know what? You know what? That's it. They're going to, they're all going to like the north side of Deer Valley. <laughs> Just as far, as far away as possible. Like, oh, as completely obscure. No. Uh, <laughs> anyways, any final thoughts before we close things off? No, I'm, I'm happy. Seriously. They're continuing with the streak, doing all the good things well. And uh, the little things I had any concerns on or questions on, they answered them. So for right now, pretty good. Awesome. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. A review. Like, comment, subscribe if you do already. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Um, Keep it a bit. <laughs> we're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube, Sirius XM, and ad-free on Amazon Music. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. <laughs> I don't know why I can't right now. I can't get serious. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash lockdown coyotes, and on X at LO underscore coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Swiss guy. Interact with us. Ask a question you might have. We might answer right back or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Thank <laughs> you.